Dramatic Stripes is a weekly podcast that hosts experts on talent, growth making, and mover shaking. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Julianne. And whether you're a loyal listener, hey mom, or accidentally stumbled upon our page, we're grateful you're here. As a longtime recruiter and talent leader in the tech space, I love talking with hiring managers, founders, and industry leaders about how they earn their stripes, the valuable lessons they learned, and their guidance for you, our listeners, about this ever-changing digital world. Subscribe to Catch Us Weekly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of Matic Stripes. On this week's episode, we bring you perspective from Talent for Hire, Jason, joining us for our Talent Spotlight edition. Jason, a creative circus graduate and former marketer turned creative, sits down with us to share what he's looking for in his next role. Jason is an art director with impressive agency chops and meaningful campaigns under his belt, looking for his next great adventure to produce cool ad work. Listeners, grab your coffee, pop in your earbuds, and turn up the volume because this is a new episode of Maddox Stripes. Welcome, Jason. It's so great to have you on our show today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Heck yeah, let's have some fun. To kick us off, Jason, what's got you feeling some pep in your step this week? So my boyfriend and I recently moved to a new apartment in Long Beach, and we decided that we want to plan like a little neighborhood block party. So I like, I like put um, QR codes on everybody's door and we're doing a survey to figure out when everyone wants to do it. And so I'm excited. I like bringing people together and doing all that community stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Best neighbors ever. I wish you lived on my block. (laughs) Cool. Well, that's very exciting. I hope you have a great, great time and enjoy your new neighborhood. Thank you. Jason, recently you've been fun employed. I'm curious, what's the best part of that for you? I mean, I think like just freedom to be spontaneous. I actually, a few days ago, locked myself out of my apartment. And (laughs) if I had to work, I would have had to... go to my boyfriend, find keys, figure out a way to get into work. But instead, I just used it as an opportunity to walk around my new neighborhood and explore and get some drinks and then wait until my boyfriend got home from work on our front porch. Oh my God, I love that answer. Normally, that could be a very stressful situation. And I love that you turned uh, lemons into vodka lemonades. (laughs) Exactly. It's summer. You got to do it. Nice. Uh, Jason, tell us, what what do you do in in five words? I would say that I am an idea maker through visual storytelling. Oh, nice answer. Adding to that, you used to be a client-approved creative, and now you're a creative who creates it. Tell us about this journey. How much of the way you earned your stripes was planned versus how much of it was being in the right place at the right time? Yeah, I mean, I'd say it was a combo of both. My first two jobs after undergrad, I feel like were very much right place, right time. They kind of just came to me. That was Target and then the wonderful company slash Fiji Water. And then the most important instance of me being in the right place at the right time was while I was working at the wonderful company, I ended up sharing an elevator on the way to the parking garage with 
Marissa Ruiz, who I came to learn was the head recruiter at the wonderful agency. And once I found out who she was, it kind of like sparked something in me. And I was like, I need to talk to her. And I stalked her on our internal directory and coffee with her <laughs> and learned about portfolio school. And she basically gave me the information I needed to decide whether or not to kind of make this leap of faith and this career pivot. And I ended up doing that. And then from there, I feel like everything was planned and more about me kind of like making what I wanted for myself. And I went to school for two years and then kind of made a list of LA-based agencies that I was interested in and just started reaching out. And I got a job just through doing that. And then my fun employment was also planned just to focus on some personal and health issues that I was having. And yeah, so now I'm here and looking for the next adventure. I love it. That's a great answer and a fun story. And I, I love and appreciate your intentionality behind these different actions that you've taken to do right by yourself and your career. So I do also love that you went from marketing to creative. I think a lot of people dream about doing something like that, but it's a big move to make. And often it comes with a lot of blockers. So I'm curious, what surprised you most about pivoting into a creative role and how did you find the courage to make the move? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that surprised me is like when I started working at David and Goliath was just the lack of structure that there was in freedom that you have in doing your job. I think I was very used to like, these are your deliverables. This is what you do. And with this, it's like you're given a deliverable and a due date, and then you just run with it. And there's no right way to get there. It just matters like that you get to a good idea and that's what you end up with and you bring it to your creative director. And so, yeah, that freedom was kind of a very unexpected, fun kind of difference from what I was doing before. In terms of finding courage to make the move, I kind of like realized and said to myself that if five years from now, I was still doing the same thing that I was doing at Fiji Water, which was very much number crunching and managing marketing budgets, I kind of wouldn't be able to live with myself if I were kind of continuing to do this thing that wasn't fulfilling me. And so doing this pivot was kind of my way of avoiding this fate that I didn't want for myself. Hey, way to go. Way to listen to that inner voice. That's, yeah, that is courageous. Yeah, it's not always easy. No way. So for people who are listening, who want to follow in, in similar footsteps or aspire to make similar leaps... What's a piece of advice you would give them? I'd say if you have the inclination, you got to just go for it because you don't want to wonder what if. Life's too short to just do something that leaves you feeling unfulfilled or underutilized. And the worst thing that can happen is that you go and try it and it doesn't work out and then you figure out what's next. That's actually what my dad said to me when I was like really scared of whether to to do this and quit my job and do all this. And when he put it in those terms, I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to do it. Yay, dad. Sage wisdom. Jason, is there anything you would do differently in your career if you had the chance to hit rewind? I think the only thing I'd say is I wish that I had pivoted a bit sooner. Mm. Um, just because when I went to school, I was a bit older than a lot of the people I was in portfolio school with. On the flip side, like I have a lot of experience and I think that that serves me really well. My experiences from my 
first career, if you will, because I think that it really gave me such valuable knowledge of kind of what clients want, what's top of mind for them, what are they answering to? And I feel like it serves me so well as a creative in advertising. Absolutely. I think those two go hand in hand really well. So moving on, Jason, in two minutes or less, what are two to three highlights of your career journey thus far? Working to help protect children from online predators through our Child Rescue Coalition campaign was called Confessions of a Predator. And basically what it did was it utilized the organization's proprietary technology to essentially turn these online predators into their own whistleblowers. And for me, it was just amazing to like work on such an impactful project with a team of people that were just really like putting their egos to the side to collaborate and bring out the best in each other for the sake of this shared goal of trying to make a difference with such an important issue. So that was just an amazing experience. And we also, we won two Can Lions. So that is very cool as well. Yeah, not a bad added bonus. And that's a great example of doing good with design. Jason, what's your favorite product or app? And how would you improve it if you had the chance? So this one's like kind of basic and kind of like nitty gritty, but I'm really not good with directions and geography. I just like, it's not something that's a strong suit for me. So Google Maps is like my best friend. And so one thing that I would do to improve it is... So if you have to like go and do errands one day, and let's say you have to hit up Target, Home Depot, and Petco, they should make it so that you can do a combined search of those three points of interest and then see what, like where are all of them and what makes the most sense of which ones to hit. That would be the most efficient way of planning your errands, basically. Amen. I find myself in that position often and... As someone who doesn't want to wait, spend any more time on the road than they need to, I definitely plus one that. Jason, which leaders in your life, speaking of, have taught you the most? So Waimei Lee, she is the VP of International at Fiji Water. She manages a team of close to 50 salespeople around the world. And she just taught me what it looks like to motivate a team through respect rather than fear. Um, mm -hmm. I just really respect her as a leader and the way that she approaches leadership. And then another leader is Ben Schweitzer. He's was my mentor at David and Goliath. And we had like a super open relationship. He's just an amazing person. And I was able to ask him anything from stupid questions about brand guidelines to more serious questions about how to ask for a raise. And one thing that he said that really stuck with me was that he feels that as a creative director, that if people aren't laughing and having fun during the process, then he's not doing his job. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that that was such a great perspective in realizing that like, as a leader, you create the environment and that fostering a good work environment creates better work and makes it more fun throughout the entire process. Absolutely. Well said. And sounds like they were both very special leaders. I'm glad you had those experiences. Definitely. Me too. What's your design philosophy? I would say minimalist with a twist, whether that's an unexpected color or unexpected juxtaposition of elements, maybe an interesting graphic element, just something that kind of makes you take an, a second look. Um, but I'm definitely less is more for me, I think. Is it easier or harder to translate that into places like your living space, your home as a designer by career? 
I love like interior design and all of that stuff. And yeah, I mean, I just kind of trust my taste and I kind of, it, the harder thing is like getting someone else that you're living with on board. So in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, this is the right, like this is makes the most sense of how this should be. And you have to like be flexible and not be too precious with your vision uh, to manage the relationship and uh, manage the conflict. Yeah, right on. That's a great answer. <laughs> How easy or challenging is it to stay true to your personal values in your career? I think certain ones are easier than others. I think like I really value connection and kindness and helping others, which is honestly like very easy for me to translate and bring to the workplace. And I think makes working with me an overall more positive experience. Um, and I personally think that the best work gets done when coworkers have like a genuine connection beyond just work. I think that just makes it, you want to work with people that you enjoy being around. I think authenticity and pride are also things that I value. And I've always really pushed myself to bring to the table as uncomfortable as it might've made me, especially earlier in career, in my career. Um, I I'm gay and identify as part of the LGBTQ plus community. And especially in advertising, I think that it's really important to kind of fight for visibility in advertising and trying to represent and create work that speaks to that community as well. I think one place that it's hard, and I kind of touched on this a little bit, is work-life balance and self-care and really advocating for yourself when it comes to those things. I think a lot of people are hesitant to say that they value those things or to try and set boundaries because they think that it might create a perception of them that they don't want to work hard. But for me, it's something that I really prioritize because I know that it's if I prioritize that and set those boundaries, I'm going to bring myself, my best self to my workplace and I'm going to do the best work that I can. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. One follow-up question to what you just said, Jason, is there anything you wish companies or potentially future employers would do to better show up as allies? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's about putting your money where your mouth is. And I think for as a an LGBTQ plus identifying person, when I go into a workplace, I want to see that my employer is kind of being intentional and trying to create space for community, showing that they um, to kind of value inclusivity, both in terms of their hiring practices, as well as the work that they do. So I think it's just about actually having concrete things that you're doing to show that you are supporting this community beyond just changing that logo to be rainbow during Pride Month. <laughs> yeah, definitely more than just words and, and that and a flag logo for sure. Jason, what's next for you, forward-looking? That is a very good question. I honestly don't know. I'm letting life just reveal it to me day by day. I'm As I'm looking for my next opportunity, I'm just filling up additional time. I'm working as a sales associate at my boyfriend's cycling studio, and I'm teaching mm -hmm. tennis. I'm learning that this job market is very tricky right now. So I'm just kind of pounding the pavement, doing what's within my control to kind of find that next opportunity and just kind of continuing to learn from the discomfort that comes with not knowing what is next for you. And I think that that's something that is just a human truth that uncertainty is uncomfortable. And I told myself at the beginning of this 
process of my fun employment that I knew that it would be uncomfortable, but that I wanted to like lean in and just trust the process and learn as much as I could. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's great. I think you have such a healthy and inspiring outlook and attitude. And I absolutely love that you are taking on these other roles, tennis and sales associate position. It probably allows you to, you know, get to still have that human interaction that it seems you like and um, are good at. So that's cool that you're, you know, you're doing some stuff outside of your comfort zone, too. Totally. I mean, face to face selling is like a scary thing, let me tell you. So it's it's honestly like really great learning. So just imagine that there's a computer screen right there instead of their face. And then yeah. it'll just feel like you're back in the marketing seat. Exactly. I'm used to like the one to many marketing, not the one to one. So it's definitely really good practice to learn how to sell a product or an idea or whatever that may be. So I know that it's going to help me in whatever I do next. So a 100%. What types of companies do you seek out or what's a dream company for you next? I just look for companies that are making fun and entertaining work with clients who trust them. I think that that client relationship is really important. You can only make the best work if you have a client that really trusts your vision and what you're doing. And I also just look for clients or brands that I love or that I that excite me, which leads to my dream company, which is Trader Joe's. I would love to work for Trader Joe's. I am a self-proclaimed trader ho for life. Trader Joe's, hit me up. I'm ready for you. Oh my God. I love it. I endorse it. Last question. Jason, what should hiring managers remember about you if they remember one thing from today's conversation? I would say that I'm just all about we, not me. I think that that is really essential in especially creative work. I just love working with other people. I believe teamwork makes the dream work. One plus one equals three. I think that the best ideas and work just come from true collaboration and everyone doing what makes them special and just bringing it all together. And then you create the magic. So I'm just, I'm a team player and I just love working with other people. Jason, I know you're going to add tremendous value wherever you go next, and they will be so lucky to have you. Thank you. Let's move into our rapid fire round. Jason, rapid fire round, question number one. What's a hot take or unpopular opinion you have right now? All right. So Taylor Swift, Eras Tour, I unfortunately was not able to secure a ticket and seeing I have two issues. One, these people who are going to like five different shows. There was one girl that I saw on Instagram who went to 20. What? And also these five-year-old girls who are going, I'm like, girl, you are not going to remember. And I deserve that spot more than you do. <laughs> That's fair. Freelancer or FTE, full-time employee? Um, I'd say full-time employee. I think I just like to really be integrated into a team. What about agency or in-house? So I've only experienced agency, but I'm definitely curious about in-house. Great. Remote or hybrid? I would say hybrid. I think especially in our industry, um, you really need like a little bit of in-person to just get that brainstorming and collaboration going. But I also think that the advantages of working remote sometimes are amazing, like getting to do laundry during the day on a Tuesday. So definitely need a little bit of both. Absolutely. I'm with you. What's the last thing you learned? I actually went to this workshop on compassionate communication, which was very, wow. very interesting. That's cool. 
Last question, guac or queso? So I'm lactose intolerant, so it's guac by default, but guac is also fire. So it's, I think it would have been guac even if I could eat cheese. I feel you on that. Plus one. (laughs) Jason, what is one final thought you want to leave our listeners with today? So one thought that I want to leave everyone with is actually something that I learned in this compassionate communication workshop, and it's about conflict. And it's the idea that conflict is inevitable in any relationship, whether it's a personal relationship or a work relationship. And I think that when conflicts come up, everyone views it as bad or negative, but really we need to see them as opportunities to deepen understanding and trust in those relationships. So well said. Thank you for opening up and sharing everything that you did today. I absolutely loved hearing your perspective. And again, I think that you would be an amazing addition to any team. Jason is for hire listeners. So keep that in mind. If you liked what you heard today, if you want to get in touch with Jason or want to connect further with me or perhaps be a guest on our show, feel free to get in touch with me at Julianne at MaddockDigital.com or on LinkedIn as Julianne Streff. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Maddox Stripes, out weekly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, produced by Josh Fuller. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Maddox Stripes, out weekly and produced by Josh Fuller. To be featured on our show, interview our talent, or further connect, find me at julianne at maddockdigital.com, on LinkedIn as Julianne Struff, or head to our website, maddockstripes.com to learn more. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you next time on Maddox Stripes.